Welcome to the Power of Positivity podcast, a weekly show dedicated to help you crush your goals one day at a time. My aim is to give you actionable steps that you can take toward your life, business, health, and more to reach that next level and truly start seeing the results you're looking for. So let's get into it. Welcome in everyone to another episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. My name is Andy. And I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to come and hang out with me and all of these wonderful listeners. Or if you're on the Patreon, you can watch this at the moment. I hope you're having a great day so far. Just before we get started on this episode, if you would like a free ebook and audiobook on why your mindset stops your success, click the link in the description. I'm hopefully going to have the website up in the coming months. So then you can just go onto the website and you can get all access to a lot of different things. But as of right now, it is on MailChimp. So if you just copy the link down below, you'll be able to get it. You'll be able to sign up for that and get weekly emails telling you how to just crush your goals, you know? And I'll help you do that. Then we're also shooting for 20K downloads by the end of the year. I believe we're on 8.3K or something at the moment. So if you do enjoy this episode and you learn something, share it around to one person and we can get and reach that goal, it would mean the world to me. And I hope I do hope you're enjoying it. You know, I really hope you're enjoying it. I found out a lot of people are actually listening on Apple Podcasts. So thank you to you who are tuning in from there and to everyone else who's on different platforms. I really appreciate it. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to create the right goal. Because one of the biggest issues that I had for a long time and what I see a lot of people still have is they create the wrong goals for themselves. If I go back to the days where my stream had just started some of the goals I had were you know the likes of follower counts and sub counts and all that sort of stuff things that are they're completely out of your control you know you could have uh, a stream with one average viewer and have 10,000 subs because someone is is just loved your content and you could have a stream that has 400 viewers and have nowhere near as much uh, as that and this is where creating the wrong goals sort of sets us up for defeat and, and failure, you know, it doesn't set us up to actually get us anywhere because these goals are not in our control. These goals hold limitations that we cannot alter. And the problem with that is that we place so much on our goals that we have for ourselves, especially if we take ourselves as a sort of high priority and we put our goals in a high priority and we're not able to reach those, then we blame ourselves for not reaching the goal. Oh my God, I didn't reach this amount of followers. This is all my fault. <laughs> my content was just be terrible. But maybe you just didn't stream as much or maybe people just didn't manage to find your channel the way you you'd hoped at that time. It does not mean that these followers and these subs cannot come in the future, but it's not something that you have control over. Whereas when you actually align your sort of lifestyle, your activities that you want to do and the person you want to become with the goals you have in mind and then work towards that, that's when it becomes more clear and more evident. You actually have a foundation to work towards what you want to achieve. Goals matter. They they do. Goals are important for what we have to achieve and I think it's something that a lot of people have different opinions on and I'm actually trying to push my opinion out a little bit more. That might sound weird. Let me tell you actually why I'm wanting to do this. I tried to target a lot of people in the past where I would sort of beat around the bush about the way I truly felt. And not always people would disagree with me, but there were sometimes people would, you know, and and I actually quite liked that. I quite liked when people disagreed with me because it gave me a better understanding of how others worked. But I realised the reason not many people did was because I tried to cater to everyone. So now I'm really trying to show my values to other people and connect with those who not only have the same values as me, but 
ones who are willing to have discussion on why they think differently and, and good discussion, you know, not the people who just spout shite on social media to try to disagree with you for no other reason than them wanting to feel like they've won because no one ever really wins an argument. You know, arguments you don't win. The person who, in quotations, won has just degraded the pride of someone else and it's not a winning case. This is why I'm now trying to push for that. I'm trying to show off how I really think at this moment in time because then I can look back and see how I've potentially grown in the future and also have conversations with people who want to interact with me and want to discuss with me on why they believe some of my thoughts processes could be improved or why I'm just wrong and I'd love that I absolutely love that so for all those out there who are trying to cater to everyone just stop you know it really doesn't work and you can't cater to everyone because it just doesn't happen everyone has different worldviews everyone has different ways of thinking and it's just a way of life so find out where your values lie and push for that for me goal setting is important not in the sense of regular goal setting where a lot of people think you just write down a goal and you maybe follow the SMART guidelines and that's it. I think SMART's bullshit because all it does is it allows you to write down a goal that you have for yourself. It doesn't actually tell you how to get to that goal. I want $1 million and I want it in three years and um, it's measurable because if I get the $1 million, then it's great. Yeah, that no, that, that doesn't show me how I'm actually going to get it. And SMART has measurable in it. And how are we meant to know if a million dollars is measurable or not? We don't. Some people define a million dollars as nothing and some would define it as something they're never going to see in their life. Everyone has different things. We need to start thinking more of ourselves. We always lock ourselves in these cages just due to conditioning and it's no fault of our own. As we've grown up, as we've been in education, as we've been in school, college, anything like that, we're often shot down by our goals that are too big, too wild, too out there because they don't fit to the norm. But why do they need to? Why do they need to fit to the norm? There was something I was reading this morning on the 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss and he said that extraordinary goals don't have as much competition because everyone focuses on mediocre. And that really stuck with me. And, and it's so true. Everyone sorts of challenges the mediocre because that's where most people are but if you just take that step a little bit further and go unrealistic maybe it's got less competition maybe it's actually easier than you thought it was who's to say that it is harder than you think it is have you ever seriously considered it have you ever actually tried it for a prolonged period of time i mean what you're doing right now has it actually got you to the person you want to be What's the harm in actually trying something new that is completely out there and wild? Something just to think about. Too many of us try to compare or even copy the goals of others when it just doesn't need to be the case. We all want to live a different life, a different lifestyle. Me personally, I want to have options and be financially free. So I want to do things that excite me and are sort of adrenaline rushing. I'd love to go skydiving. I'd love to do Tough Mudder. I'd love to do those sorts of things. But maybe moving to Bali for six months isn't my sort of thing. I like to travel and I want to do that, but maybe that's not just me right now. For some other people, traveling around the world for five years might be their lifestyle that they would like to live. So why are they copying someone else's lifestyle who wants to be a CEO of a multi-million dollar business? They don't match up. Yes, you can look up to these people and that's fantastic, but you're not going to learn the valuable lessons to get you to the lifestyle you actually want to live through taking their lessons. 
what you're going to do is you're going to end up being like them, wanting to work the 15-hour days because that's what excites them. That's what they enjoy to do. Look at some of the people you look up to right now and compare that to the lifestyle you ideally would want to live. Do they match up as people? Is this the same person you would like to value in your life? Is this a person you would put money into to help you get to that lifestyle? If not, then you maybe have to think and rearrange the people you're taking the advice and actually taking action on to start moving forward to the lifestyle that you want to live. What I want you to do is think about that and take a second to think about what you desire and narrow it down a little bit. I want you to narrow the goals that you have with the lifestyle to about 10 and then go to the five of those 10 and then finally end up in a top three. So you're writing down 10 of the goals that you have for your life in general you're narrowing that down to the top five and then you're going the top three of those top five. Once you've got that, you want to look at them and really study why you want these. Why is it important that those three were your top three? Why do these goals actually matter to you? And I want these goals to be unrealistic. I want these goals to be crazy, nuts. If you say you want 10 billion pound, write it down. But that's not the important part of this. The important part is why. People always say they want more money. But what are they actually going to do with that money? Why do you want that more money? People put this X number on, once I reach this, I can then retire. Or once I reach this, then I can slow down. But often what happens is as you get closer to that, all they do is they increase the number of that X. That X increases consistently because they have no filler for what they want to do with the money that they gain. They don't know what they want to do with their life, so continue to do the same thing and potentially even work harder for longer, not actually enjoying or ever getting to the lifestyle that they truly desire, because they've never actually thought about it in that way. The list allows you to see, okay, these are the top three goals I have. Why the fuck do I want these in my life? If you look at them and they're all wildly different assumptions of yourself that never match up, why are these your top three? Why did these line up? Have you just been taking input from every single direction and you actually don't know who you want to be? That's when you have to even take the step back even further and look at that person. What's your ideal life? What do you want to wake up to? What do you really want to do? What excites you in your life? Passion is important, but anything that you do is due to excitement of doing so. You want to do something. There's something that you know that's in your head that you want to do. You want to live this way. You want to go and try new things. Okay, what are they and why do you want them? Goals mean something to you because you put emotional attachment on them. So instead of just saying the goals in your head, writing them down and actually visualizing what you truly desire is going to be the way that you can see, does this line up or is this just complete blabber that I've made up? By narrowing it down, you also see where your priorities lie and how you can use these to your advantage. We've talked about priorities before and I would recommend listening to some of the other podcast episodes about priorities and why these are important too. But when you narrow it down and you see, this is my top three goals, this is why I want to reach these to make the lifestyle that I want to live, you see where your priorities lie. Is it in creating a family? Is it creating a business for your kids? Is it creating a business for you? Is it being a New York Times bestseller? Who knows? Everyone is going to be different. But the sooner you realize that these priorities and these goals and these desires are yours and yours alone to make, the better. You're not living for anyone else. 
your life, and bear with me here, (laughs) doesn't really matter. Nothing you do matters a lot. Nobody cares that you do it. Nobody cares that you didn't do it. They're either going to be happy that you didn't because you've not pushed your comfort zone to a place where they feel uncomfortable that they've not done anything with their life, or they're going to be okay that you did do it and probably be annoyed at you for pushing your comfort zone. (laughs) Either way, you probably don't want those people in your life anyway. Your best case scenario is that the three goals that you've had line up with one another and aren't wildly different in fields. You know, wanted to be a CEO of a company and then traveling the world for six months. It's not really the same. Being the owner of the company and traveling for six months maybe does because then you've delegated and outsourced all the other work and you can travel for six months. Great, because you're the owner. Everything works when you're not there. But the CEO in traveling for six months probably doesn't match up in the same way. Just as much as wanting to be a professional footballer and also wanting to be a professional basketball player probably won't match up in the same way because there's different things you can do to become better at one or the other. And it's more likely to succeed by choosing one that's the most important to your desires and what excites you the most. It's not to say that these aren't possible, but having your lifestyle lined up in a way that works for you and works efficiently is the best way forward. If they aren't or they are, I want you to break them down further about why this goal is important to you. You know, we've talked about why we have this goal, why we want this lifestyle, but why is it actually important to you? Why is this important to you? Why do you want to be a CEO? Do you finally want to get the respect of people you don't even give a shit about? Do you want to get the respect of yourself? Will that goal actually give you that respect? Or what is it you're fearing or hiding from yourself that makes you really want to achieve this? Why is this important to you? Be honest here. Don't be afraid of that. And we need to face our fears more here. I want you to face your fears. One of the reasons I started content creation as a whole was to face my fears of putting myself out there to the world, my real self. And for some time I didn't because I was very scared of what people done. Now I'm trying to do that more. Maybe this episode isn't great. Maybe it's the best episode I've ever created in the world. But I'm not going to know until I actually push for that and push for the desires that I choose to push for. Why do we want to be who we are? Why do we have the goals we want? Why do we want more money? Why do we want to travel the world? What is this going to do for us? The more you break down your goals, the more you're going to understand yourself, your desires, what excites you, what makes you, you. What makes you want to move forward? What makes you want to be this person? After you've got these goals you'd like to achieve, you've got your why, you've got your understanding of all of them, you see what it is. I want you to push the boundaries of your goals. If you are like me, and maybe like a lot of you, you've probably limited your goals a little bit. You know, you've said, I would love to make £100,000 in a year, but you know, uh, £40,000 would be amazing, and that would would sort everything. I want you to push those boundaries. I want to make £400,000 in a year. Fuck it. Say it. Put it out there. Speak it out there to the world. Write that down. I'm not going to say that as you write that down, you're going to become this person. That's it. That's, that's, that's going to happen because the law of attraction only works if you're actually willing to take the action to get there and fail again to get there. But we put limitations on ourselves constantly. If we were to raise the bar so high that we couldn't even fathom it right now, then we can start to work out a step-by-step to begin that process of the thousand-mile journey. I'm not going to say any of this is easy. I'm not going to say this is not going to be challenging. This isn't, isn't going to test you day in and day out. You might not even get there, but at least you tried. It was like something I saw the other day where it said, 
you're never going to get to a million pound in your stock portfolio if you don't just start. You know, no one got to a thousand without starting with their first a hundred. No one got to their first 10,000 without starting with their first a thousand. No one ever got to their first a hundred thousand without starting their first 10,000. Everything accumulates step by step. And the process of repetition is actually what's going to get you closer to that. Because you're going to learn, you're going to practice, you're going to improve, and you're going to become better. You aren't going to be perfect, because no one is. But practice is going to make that improvement. So I'm going to take something from the one thing that I've learned over the time. Choose one of the goals that most excite you that you've written down before. And I want you to look at what that someday goal is. Whatever that goal is you have, and that you've 10x'd it, look at that someday goal, okay? And think about... If you were to become this person in five years, who would that person be? And then keep working back. If you were wanting to get to that five-year person, what would you have to do in the next year to become closer to that person? And then you look at that yearly person and you think, okay, if I need to do that, then what do I have to do in three months to become closer to getting to my yearly goal? You see where I'm going with this. You work back eventually until you reach your daily goal. If something excites you so much that this is your goal, you understand your why, you understand why this is important to you, you understand the lifestyle that you want to live because of this goal, then we truly can start working backwards to get those steps. If anyone's watched the Instagram content that I've put out talking about climbing the mountain, we know all of our past experiences. They're all lined up by dots. And if we want to climb that mountain and get to the top where our someday goal is, we can start to guess where those dots are going to be placed to get us to the top of that mountain. Are they going to be perfect? No. No one can predict the future. But I sure as hell know that you're going to be a lot closer than you would have ever been if you'd have just said, I want to be the most successful person in the world. And that's all you ever said. It's not achievable because you have no idea what you're doing or how to actually do it. This is why when we take it step by step and we reverse engineer everything that we're doing, we're able to see our goals more clearly. If there's just one thing you could do today to get you closer to that someday goal, let's take an example just to to give you a little bit more clarification. Let's say you want to become financially free, okay, and you eventually work back into your daily goal. Okay, so if you want to be financially free, you obviously have to be financially literate. You have to understand finances, and that means you have to understand your budget. Therefore, your goal for the day to get you closer to your someday goal is budgeting the money that you spend and the money you gain. It doesn't have to be hard, but it has to be something. Your goals don't seem reachable because you don't break them down into achievable settings and ones that hold limitations on what we think we can achieve. This is why having people like accountability partners trying to use your time more efficiently and not letting failure ever stop you from moving forward will allow you to get to where you want to go. There was something my uncle told me yesterday when he was talking about it. And he said that most people will fall down and they'll get back up and then they'll cocoon themselves where they are. They'll never move forward to the side, up, down, left, right, anywhere because they're too scared to fall again. And this is the place that most of us get in our lives. We never want to move forward or move anywhere after we fail because everyone around us tells us, yeah, no, don't do that. Just choose the easy option. Choose the easy path. Fuck that. Do things that scare you. Break down your goals and find out why you actually want to be this person. Money can solve a lot of problems. I get that. But once you reach that money, what the fuck are you going to do then? Are you just going to aim for more? And then what are you going to do with that? Aim for more again? 
Why are you actually here to live? What do you actually want to do with your life when you reach your dream goal? Can you start living it right now but you're just too scared of the unknown? Or is there something holding you back? If you want to be happy, set a goal that commands your thoughts, liberates your energy and inspires your hopes. Andrew Carnegie Thank you for listening to this episode of the Power of Positivity podcast. Have a fantastic day.